Hey, welcome. I'm your host, Gregory Ricks, a financial advisor here to answer your questions and help you win with your money. On today's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast, we're going to answer the question, what can I do with my Roth IRA account after five years? Joining us for this episode are Jude Heath, CPA of Jude Heath & Co., as well as Brandon Bergeron, a wealth advisor here at Gregory Ricks & Associates. Also, we have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic. If you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 76. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 76. So let's jump to the callers here. We have Gary from Waveland on our Winning at Life hotline. Welcome to the show, Gary. How can we help you? I, I have a, uh, some Roth IRA and uh, HSA questions for Jude that are intertwined with taxes. Okay, uh-huh. go ahead. Which one you got first? Well, the first question on the Roth IRA is all you really hear and read is that uh, you contribute for five years, and then after five years, you can take out any earnings tax-free, but you never hear what happens beyond the five years. In other words, can you continue to contribute to it? If so, what are, are they the standard IRS limits or their different limits? How, how does it work beyond five years? I, I'll start off with that, and then I'll, I'll let Jude jump in. But here, here's the one key point on creating a Roth account is getting an account opened and make a contribution to that account, whether it's $50 or your max for the year, depending upon your age, which would be 6000 for under 50 50 and over, up to $7,000 on a contribution. But what you've done by ma- opening it and making the contribution, opening the account doesn't get it done. It's when you make a contribution, you start a five-year clock, which means... Once that clock's hit five years, it doesn't matter how long other money's put in because it falls under the original five-year clock. So you don't have to leave future money in there for five years for the growth from it to come out tax-free. But here's a couple parts to that. You've got to get out to age 59 and a half Mm -hmm. for it to come out. Now, once again, on contributions are after are after tax contributions so those actually can come out any time along the way but those the earnings for them to go tax free you have to have had that account set up for 5 years and you have to take it out after 59 and a half did i miss anything there jude no that that's right and and i guess what i'm what i'm hearing in your question is after the five years, can you still contribute and can you still use that Roth? And, and the answer, of course, is yes, subject to your, your income limits and the other limits placed on Roth contributions. But yeah, if, if people think that a, a Roth IRA is a five-year decision, it, it's not. It, it, it's a, a lot part should be part of your life retirement investing decisions, part, part of your strategy, you know, if it's available to you. What you think, Gary? I'm sorry. What I understood previously was your contributions can be taken out any time, um, but the earnings cannot, uh, you know, subject to um, to 
taxes if you're not at least 59 and a half, and they haven't been in for at least five years. But my question is, would there be any reason to have more than one Roth IRA uh, established other than setting one up for a beneficiary? Is there, Would there be any other reason to have one? Or more than one, rather? Brandon, is there a reason to have more than one Roth? I don't see any one Roth unless you're doing it to, because you're going to treat that with a different style of investing, maybe a self-directed Roth versus one at a firm. Yeah, I don't see any benefit to having more than one Roth IRA. Um, like you said, it's like for the sole purpose that you are splitting up how that money's invest it. Uh, but even then, most of the time you can do that within one Roth used, IRA anyway. Used to be you would kind of do that because of the way the interpretation was years ago that each conversion had its own five-year period. But the IRS went back and changed that, that there's only one clock. It's the original five-year clock. So mm -hmm. each conversion doesn't have to wait five years. It falls under the original five years. So you could do a and this also has to do with your 401k and such doesn't have to fall under a, a new clock. So if you're rolling over money, converting money, and adding contributions in, like at age 60, if you did it at 58 and then wanted to start taking it out at 60, well, heck, you set the clock up 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. So it, that money and those earnings from that block that was added in later do not have to wait five years. It's all the same. And the, the magic of is is just to keep putting money in and create that compounding is you get a tax-free $100,000 built up in 10 years, it's going to be 200000 And it, you know, if you're at 7%, you're doubling about every 10 years. Now, one of the things he mentioned about adding money, you know, the, the trick, and, and there's no limit on age either on adding it. You'd be age 80. What's the trick? You got to have some earned income. You know, I had a gentleman tell me when he was a kid, he was trying to set up a, a Roth account. And he said, well, they he said, well, I've got money. And they said, well, yeah but it's got to be earned income. And I, I said, so where were you getting the money from? He said, I was cutting grasses. I said, yeah, it's got to be money that you paid taxes on <laughs> is earned income. He said, yeah, I wasn't paying taxes on my lawnmower earnings there. <laughs> so does that help you, Gary? Yeah, what a surprise. <laughs> I, I uh, you know, as far as not paying taxes on uh, lawn mowing earnings, but of course, <laughs> you said, you know, you made a good, point that it has to be earned income, earned taxable income to, to be able to qualify to set one up. But Jude also mentioned income and uh, IRS maximum contribution limits. Um, and I'm sure those can change at any time. But what are they currently? What is the, the income limit and uh, the contribution limits currently? It's for tax year 2022, if you're married, filing jointly, the phase-out starts at 204000 And then you're phased out at 214000 when you're over that. Single starts at 129000 and you're phased out at 144000 One of the – did I miss anything there? There's other numbers for married filing separately and stuff like that. The other thought there is, if you say, well, 
what do I do to get money into that? Uh, backdoor Roth mm-hmm. is, is a strategy. Now, if you have an IRA, that's not going to work too well. The rule has, uh, the IRS <laughs> has this rule called pro rata. So if you have a traditional account and money in it, just call it a traditional IRA, and I'll do the backdoor Roth and do a contribution, it doesn't work that way. You've got to have no traditional funds for the backdoor to work. Otherwise, you're doing pro rata, which means, yeah, you can do some of that, but you got to do convert some money over as well. So that kind of negates that opportunity and and then there's another one out there that's pretty neat depending on your firm Mm -hmm. and this works great for solo 401k small firms and that is the mega backdoor roth if your 401k allows after-tax contributions Mm -hmm. and as well as in service because then you could do over contribute that way to your account, and then you can convert that money over to a Roth. Am I good there, Jude? Yes. I, okay. I know you're, you're proud of me over here, all this tax <laughs> stuff that we know and, and share with people. Thanks to everyone for tuning into this week's episode of the Ask Gregory podcast. We'd like to give a big thanks to our guests, Jude Heath and Brandon Bergeron, for joining us on this week's episode of the podcast. And don't forget, we do have a complimentary download waiting for you on this topic if you go to gregoryricks.com slash podcast 76. Again, that is gregoryricks.com slash podcast 76. Firm offers investment services. Gregory Ricks and Associates is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Gregory Ricks and Associates are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims of paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Gregory Ricks and Associates is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Gregory Ricks and Associates has a strategic partnership with tax professional Jude Heath who can provide tax advice. Our firm is not affiliated nor endorsed by the U.S. government or any other governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained by sources believed to be reliable, but the accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Gregory Ricks and Associates.